Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 156, Barbie. Hello and welcome to an eye-searing, hot pink episode of the LodgeCast. <laughs> Listen, Brother Bishki is not with me as always tonight. He's the one. He's the one that masterminded this very special episode. <laughs> Lucas is also not here. It's just <gasps> convenient. Just me and a car full of ladies. Woo! I'm just here to facilitate this momentous occasion, this Barbie cast. We have the Lodge Mistress Milster. Woo! We have Sister Emily. Ooh, pink pink. We have Sister Brandy. Hey. And Sister May. Howdy. Wow. What an all-star. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of ladies tonight. The movie is Barbie. I haven't even watched the trailer. What? Me neither. I don't even know what what it's rated. We're going in cold pink. I don't know if this is for little kids or adults. (laughs) So let's not talk about specifics about what we may have seen or heard or read or smelled. Let's talk pure Barbie nostalgia. Oh, we could talk for hours. <laughs> how, much, we, how many hours do we have? We don't have hours. We have eight minutes. No! Oh. So, Lodge Mistress, what's your Barbie history? Oh, I have so much Barbie history. But but the, the thing you probably need to know about uh, me and Barbie <laughs> is that there were four, we had four girls in my household. Wow. So there was a lot of Barbie paraphernalia running around. And so... Dream houses to the left. Uh, there was a dream house. There was the Barbie yachts. McDonald's. There was like oh. we, we had a. My favorite was the um, Barbie hot tub that you could push. Yes. And it, had the, it blew the bubbles. Yes. You were that girl. Um, oh, oh. We, hey, listen, Brandy. There were four of us. Yeah. Every gift we got was Barbie, and it was like this is a gift for all four of you. And it would be like the McDonald's. And we were like, yes. I was always so jealous that GI Joes didn't have their own a hot control. tubs. And I know. Kitchens. I know. At least a Jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Jeep. Oh, the Jeep wasn't pink, but. but so we actually had a Barbie room. It was our sun. Oh it was our God. sun wow. room, which was too hot to to be in. Period. <laughs> And which is why I think my mother devoted it to Barbies. So oh, Barbie's it literally melted. the only thing in there were Barbies and Barbies stuff. Wow. And we would just play in there for hours and hours and hours. And it was still referred to as the Barbie room, even when I was like, oh, that's, you know, Aww, I love that. Those were the days. Those were the, I have so much more Barbie tale 
rules, but I'll pass. I'll pass the mic. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll weave into what yeah, we see tonight. Yes. Sister Emily, what's the most important Barbie factoid we need to know about oh, you? That's a tough one to call. You know, I think that it was really formative for my creativity, and yeah. I played Barbies way too long. Um, <laughs> Me too, Emily. Yeah. What's the, yes, what's the age, y'all? You know, I I, I, I might not want to put an age to it, but it was definitely where there was last week. There was a couple of summers where I had to keep it on the down low yes. because my mm. my friends were not into the Barbies anymore. Yep. You know, I was a huge Days of Our Lives fan <gasps> growing Me up. Too. And so many of those stories would feed into and I remember some of the storylines that I had that, you know, was I mean, you could obviously tell that I was too old already where like Barbie was kidnapped and kept, kept in a pit and there was, a, yeah. my sister had a Donnie Osmond doll um, that was passed down to me so he was the bad guy. It was, it was Silence of the Lambs because I had watched it like four times that summer. Buffalo Bill, Donnie Osmond. Yes. Oh, wow. So I was already way too like old to be playing for Barbies but I did love just the, just the practice of setting everything up yes. and just sitting there and thinking of the narrative, I think it really sparked my creativity. That's great. So thank you, Barbie. Thank you, Barbie. <laughs> Sister Brandy, I know you had some Barbies. I didn't have a lot, but had I had some. some. <laughs> um, my parents were really uh, sold on the idea of getting us off-brand Barbies. Oh, oh yeah. man. And so, Dollar store Barbie. <laughs> yes. So I, I was the off-store brand Barbie kid that would like bring my like fake Barbies that didn't fit any of the clothes <laughs> or any of the cars. Were they close? Or uh, was it? They were pretty big or right. really small. <laughs> but like, you know, it builds character. And, you know, we would make our own clothes kind of because right. they didn't have like didn't quite fit. I mean, every once in a while we get a real Barbie and it was like, like it was like gold. <laughs> so suffice so, it to say you didn't have a Barbie room growing oh up. Oh no, oh no. But my friend did. So like I okay. spent many a day over there. You and swam in her wake. One amazing day, my dad came home and he goes, I found something in the garbage for you today. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like mortified. I'm like, my mom, like everyone's going to see you in the trash. And he pulled it out of the trunk and it was the Barbie motorhome. Oh, and it looked brand new. Whoa. It like didn't, it wasn't all beat up and like Whoa. markered on it. It was like the coolest thing I've Someone ever seen. Someone threw that in the trash? Threw it in the trash. And my dad was so lovely to have Aww. pulled over and grabbed it. That's hilarious. And so then we were the cool kids on the block. Oh, like, nice. A month. Because we had the motorhome. Motor 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 and it was Oh huge! Gosh. You could ride on it. It was huge. All your oh, fake Barbies. Wow. Yeah. All my fake Barbies could fit. <laughs> but yes, fantastic. I loved Barbies, and my favorite one was Midge. Because oh, talk about Midge! Loved Midge because she had the beautiful like red hair. Ooh. She had no boobs like me when I was little. <laughs> so like, I identified with Midge. Now they introduced mm -hmm. Midge in response to the calls that Barbie was too unattainable or mm -hmm. too yeah. fancy yeah. looking. But, well, so what was Skipper? Really? I, my, I might have been Skipper talking about was Skipper. Young. Skipper no, I think you're right. Midge was introduced as her friend. I just watched a video about this last night. Oh, yeah, okay. She was introduced as her friend who was kind of homely. Yeah. A little more wholesome. But a lot of people connected with her. So Midge has her place in history. And maybe she'll make an appearance. God, I hope so. Maybe not, though. Gotta fill out that Maybe it'll be Barbie, too. Sister May, what's your deal? Well... I think I only had a couple Barbies, Ooh. but I did have the Barbie apartment, Whoa. which was like, the elevator? no, oh, okay. it was like you opened it yeah, and it, and it like, 
had like a bed. It, it was a Murphy bed uh-huh. because oh, <laughs> oh, nice. wow. to you know fold in. Yes. So she it, lived like, in the city. Opened out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but my most clear memory of Barbie is actually playing the Barbie game on the Commodore 64, where I got her ready for dates with Ken. And he would call her up and be like, Hey Barbie, uh, let's go for a picnic. So you'd have to drive around town and get ready and pick out the proper decor. I think I've seen something about that game. It's like kind of hellish because you're constantly dating. Like you constantly have to get ready (laughs) all the time. And if you don't make it home in time, he calls back and is like, Hi, Barbie. Plans have changed. Oh, God. Oh. Would you like to go play tennis instead? Yes. And just so like, many activities. Great, see you in an hour. Oh. And then you have to run around to find a tennis Yeah. Player. And you oh, have to be chipper about manic. it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, there's a lot of Barbie love in this edge. And I, for one, hope that this movie delivers some sort of nostalgic glow as well as pushing it forward into some place where... Maybe there could be a franchise. But wait, what was your Barbie experience? Yeah, man. Listen, I'm just the moderator I mean, here. No, no I'll tell you my Barbie, Barbie experience. experience. I wanted Barbie accoutrement so bad. I wanted the kitchen. I wanted the hot tub. I wanted the any boats, any sort of vehicles. <laughs> but I was a G.I. Joe man. So my G.I. Joes were like half the size oh, of a Barbie. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. So I had to come up with some cockamamie story that like <laughs> they got shrunk down and now they have to figure out a mission in this fucking giant kitchen. A military experiment gone wrong. And I had these Honey, I, shrunk the kids. I had these Crayola markers. I found the perfect ones. They're raspberry colored. And then they get shot and I just put blood all over the kitchen. Oh, like the it Barbie kitchen? It could be a fucking massacre. And some there was some chemical situation between the two where I could easily wipe it off. Oh, wow. And uh, massacre anew the next day. But I can really relate to the off-brand Barbie because I wanted Transformers and all I ever got was GoBots. Mm-hmm. And so it does make you strive for that caviar, mm-hmm. you know? And it, mm-hmm. it, if you do get if you do get like one Transformer or one Barbie <laughs> yes. and you're used to the dollar store shit, oh, oh you, yeah. you lavish love on that thing you get. <laughs> your wealthy friend gets it for you for your birthday and you're like, whoa, <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> well, we've been glowing in this nostalgia, but let's go see what 2023 Barbie has to offer yeah. us, y'all. Woo, Come woo. on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, 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 <laughs> woo, woo. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world, life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party, because I'm in a Barbie world. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever, friendship never ends Up in my hands, up to play my song The butterflies fly away Yeah, yeah, yeah It's a party in the USA This is what you guys call music? Well, I'll be damned Well, if 
say free me from this AI if my voice was only mine. I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line. Far from Barbie world, that's where I want to stay. Oh, come on Barbie, let's go party and take my blues away. We are back from Barbie Land, aka the Burbank Eight. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah, woohoo! Yeah. The fucking air conditioning wasn't oh, working. So the soda machine that was so broken. What? Burbank Eight is it's limping, folks. And broke out. Limp- the seats and, nice. and and yes, May, we didn't mention it's discount night. Discount night. Savings. So that's why this theater was jam packed, and the air, as I often say these days, was wet. It was just <laughs> wet air in there. Like AMC, do you look at the the crowds that come in and adjust your AC accordingly? You think that they turn it up so you'd be able to buy a yeah. soda? It was, and then their soda yeah. machine is broken. Uh, you walk in and yeah. it was just so it was muggy. I yeah. felt yeah. like I was in the yeah. south, especially because it's ninety <laughs> degrees outside. I felt like, I felt like just muggy Barbie me. man. And yeah. Emily, right before she walked in, was like, oh, "I hope the ACs go." And I walked in, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Opposite. <laughs> the hallways were much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we saw Barbie, and before we get into it, Millie! What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie Land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Period. Mm. Yes. What a velvety schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Lots of pink. And, and plenty of plastic. Plenty of plastic. And lots of Barbies. And lots of Kens. <laughs> and lots of kids in the theater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talking. Bro- Brother Justin was there undercover because he wasn't supposed to be part of this girl squad. Boo. But, but, boo, <laughs> boo. but the first thing he said afterwards was, who's the target audience like age-wise for this <laughs> yeah yeah what is this movie rated pg-13 uh. right off the bat we have musical numbers we're in barbie land what did you guys think we were getting into when that opening started unfurling did you guys think that was going to be the whole movie or i did and I was scared. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, "This is like a shot of saccharin, and I won't be able to tolerate it mm-hmm. for more no, than thirty I, minutes." I thought it was the precipice right before the fall. Okay, so you knew. I kind of was ready, even though you hadn't seen the trailer. You yeah. knew something. Yeah. The other shoe was going to drop. Yep. It is. It does feel like you're inside the Barbie Girl music video by design mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that first section. Yeah, yeah, my reaction was kind of like, but I came to this because I wanted. Barbie land to be real and not be plastic. So I like wanted there to be milk. I like wanted there to be oh, water. Oh, interesting. Like I, cause like that was like, it was too real for me. Cause like when I had the Barbie, you know, when you're playing with the Barbies, like you're imagining it's all real. Right. Yeah. So like I, I really did want it to be real. And that's, that's a lot of the jokes in the early going is that she's taking a shower, but there's no water. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. using the toy food that isn't real. 
and she doesn't know how to drink actual fluids. And but there was that was inconsistent though throughout the film. Like, why was there sanitation workers? Why was sanitation mentioned again? <laughs> why is there garbage in Barbie? Right. One like I wanted more of the accuracy of the toys. Were like. There is a hot tub that you push a button right. and it bubbles. Right. Yeah. And you fill it up with water. Yeah. And like you fill something with water and then it sprays out. Or yeah. I think the only thing you got that from was the dog. Mm-hmm. We did get to see Midge, you know, like they immediately are like, she was discontinued. Don't look at her. Don't mm-hmm. look at her. But yeah, it would have been nice if the references would have been deeper in the sense that you know whoever wrote it played with it. So yes. you would get those right. details. Those, or we're playing with it. Those details that are above and beyond like a BuzzFeed list of 100, you know, canceled Barbie characters, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that you could easily right. import. Like right. it, you want it you want it to feel that it's like on a DNA level. But there are enough superficial things like she walks on her tiptoes. Like what else? Like the the water. The beach. The waves <laughs> are plastic. Don't work. The cars are what? just kind of like there's no engines or rolling wheels. It's just kind of pushed. What do we think of Ryan Gosling? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, frankly, it was the best part of it. It was kind of his movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That was the ironic thing. It was Kim's movie. I mean, mean, he was, yeah, he had the best lines. He had the best shit. And he had the better arc. And he had a character arc. Yeah. Yeah. Her arc was just. He had a character arc. Ending. The plot kicks into gear when Barbie starts thinking about death. Which is when I sat up. <laughs> I was like, okay, this and is... And it was pretty soon, which I appreciate. I yeah. did too. It was real yeah. quick. And, you know, they're, they're in the middle of this big dance number, and she's like, do you ever think about death? And everything stops. And that's when I'm like, hello, mm-hmm. I am now online here. This leads her to go through a rift into the real world with Ken to find <laughs> her convoluted... Whoever's been playing with her... She has to find that person to make that right to heal the world and balance everything. I mean, I'm always a fan of a rift into the real world, like when the Beastmaster has to come to L.A. (laughs) And I was excited about this. What did you guys think of this rift plot? Well, I liked that weird Barbie was the catalyst for oh. like explaining oh, yeah. them. Kate McKinnon was she great. Was She's my favorite the part casting. of the movie. Yeah, like, and yeah, we can was... all. I mean, I there were so many Barbies that I just chopped their oh, hair. Yeah. yeah, that was Kate always more than one and weird. We did dogs that my dog ate would eat the feet. Oh, yeah. and, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, or they get caught in something and Kate, the would get so gone. dirty. Kate McKinnon plays weird Barbie and she's the Barbie that gets played too hard with and so she's all messed up and she's constantly doing the splits because you know Barbies you play hard too hard with you split them all the time. I mean that concept I thought was brilliant. I wanted yeah. a movie of that personally. Like, yeah. That would have been or a if movie. she was a hero if she went to real world with Barbie instead of Ken. But see that movie. that also plays into our theory of like you have to know Barbie in your bones to know <laughs> that there's a weird Barbie and to even mm-hmm. point that out and to have that be her own special type of Barbie. You know? And that I think is what we react to is just these deep inside Barbie notions. And, you know, the other stuff's good to look at, but it's not going to hit you on that soul level like mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they go to the real world. What do we think of them hitting the beach? I Anything? loved it. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was like her first taste of like the real world. 
Yeah, and she's immediately a giggle. She's immediately yeah. ogled, and uh-huh. uh, she, the whole the whole conceit is that she doesn't understand why the real world isn't run by women because Barbie Land is, and they feel like they've solved all gender inequality, and she's just shocked that that's not the case, and that kind of becomes the main point of the whole movie. Yeah, it felt like it was a little too on the nose for yeah, me sometimes. Real heavy, heavy um, yeah, yeah, a yeah, kind of preachy almost. Yeah. Um, but I did appreciate the message. I just think that the way it could have been delivered would have been in softer notes. And right. now that we're talking about this, and I'm feeling like the nostalgia and and the thing, the different types of Barbies that they were showing, I do think that maybe our age group was the targeted on I audience. Think, yeah. I think so. So then we actually don't really need to have that <laughs> right. message. Like, yeah. Right, because, because we know. Yeah, because, we're old enough. Yeah, yeah, we've lived it and experienced it. So I, I think that they could have spent their time doing different discoveries that would have been, you know, more entertaining. Well, they've created and, such a world, you know, and they end up just kind of taking turns giving speeches. You know, yeah. you can <laughs> use the world that you've built to get your messages across rather than just literally stating them in a monologue but i think it really comes into focus that it is for the age group that's in this edge when she realizes it's not the teen daughter who technically Mm -hmm. owns the barbie Mm -hmm. but it's her mom yeah. And her mom's memories and her mom's nostalgia. I liked that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing I was really interested in was when Ken did his Casa house, whatever thing, and it switched to the real world where they were like, oh my God, they're selling like hotcakes. Right. Yeah. I was like, this is really interesting that like things in Barbie world affect things in real world, but right. they never yeah. went back to that. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that was a weird, they, they could have really done something cool with that at the end. Uh, yeah. And I, they never Tied really went back. back to like the real world reflection of what was going on in Barbie world. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause the time was Wasn't inexplainable that the too. Yeah. Like that. Right. I don't know. It just yeah. seems... They go ultra meta with Mattel as a corporation, <laughs> which this is my least, this is my least favorite part of the oh, movie. Yeah, mine too. I mean, uh, Will Ferrell is like the head of Mattel. There. Will Ferrell can't catch a break. Like uh, he, he's supposed to be funny. God damn it. They set him up for success in this. And he's just in the worst part of the movie. Oh. Like, I, I can't really feel bad for him because he's made so many poor choices, but <laughs> I mean, they should have done him right in this. I mean, well, he was also kind of a red herring because it was like, oh, they're going to get her and take her back to Barbie land. But then she goes back on her own uh, and then they chase her into Barbie land. But then when they get yeah, there, they literally uh, do nothing. Just yeah. cut all it that out. Yeah. yeah. Like the only interesting stuff is the changing dynamic between Barbie and Ken and the mom. She's a vehicle to get the message across, of course. But the whole Mattel thing, it's so wacky. That's the stuff for babies. That's the stuff where the babies in our theater were like shutting the fuck up because they were like, goo goo gaga, this is my shit. (laughs) (laughs) They really could have spent more time, though, with with the mom. Like, you know, she she had all these like emotions and feelings and we didn't really understand it. And the husband was just a weird. Why was he there? Yeah, like I thought he should have been dead or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought he was at first. Yeah. I thought so too. It was so bizarre. He'd be better yeah. off dead. I saw that it was her actual husband. 
Oh, okay. uh, well, huh. so what? Like, <laughs> that's so dumb. It was an awful. Cut decision. him out. Cut Will Ferrell out. Cut all the executives and get to out. Know her a little bit more. Yes. Understand yeah. why she's angry. Let's and sad. focus on it because this movie is two hours, but they didn't have enough time to spend on the mom or Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because again, like it was Ken's story because I feel like the only sort of original idea in this for me anyway was was that it was like Ken was kind of left behind in Barbie right. land, which was very interesting and something I had never really thought about before. Yeah, think about and, our feelings. Because <laughs> we didn't think about Ken. You know, I mean, we thought about Ken's kind of in the way that like, I guess dudes think about ladies. He was he was there for romance only. You right. know? Yes. And because she didn't um, like him, he didn't have a purpose. But, yeah. But when was it established that Barbie didn't like Ken? I think that was just her. I, I think some yeah. of the other Barbies like that did either, like their I was like, Kens. um... That and, didn't feel real. Yeah, in my right. world, Barbie that, always went out with Ken, and they were yeah, that, they were they were making out hard. They were super happy together. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I wanted a sex scene. Yeah, I did too. The rub and the plastic. Yeah, but we really should have been making out. <laughs> they would go up in the penthouse in the elevator and lay down in bed. I know the way that like that they didn't kiss. Yes. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Every like person knows oh. how Barbie and Ken like yep. turned their mash, heads. They mashed together. Yes, yeah. Like, Why were we denied that? He should have. Yeah. He should have levitated and <laughs> yes. turned. Counter, yes. counterclockwise yes. and their lips should have touched. Yes. Yep. Like we didn't get any of that. The fir- of it. One of the first lines when they come back and they're being ogled by the, the real world uh, construction workers, she's like, I don't even have a vagina and he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> And, and it, he does, yeah. And he's like, I have all the genitals. <laughs> like that's funny. Like let's explore that. Take well, out all this fucking well, Mattel well, slapstick and give us a fucking <laughs> sex scene, and then yes. she can figure out whether or not she likes it. Put him in the hot tub. <sighs> but you know what wasn't funny was the construction workers were like, that's okay. Uh. They should have been super creeped out because they would have been. Don't yeah. pull your, don't pull your they punch. They would have gone to jail again. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't pull your punch. Like, it's a pretty soft hellscape I that mean, they made out of L.A. I did. I appreciate that they were like, Barbie isn't into Ken. In a way, I appreciate that because it wasn't about romance, which is fine. But right, then but then what side, was it about? Have a side character that loves her Ken yes. and we a, get a, a sex boof. scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give Ken I, a boof. I think yes. we, I think we all can agree we needed to push that PG-13 into a plastic on plastic sex scene. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> So, dear listener, if you're never going to watch Barbie (laughs) and you want to kind of track this plot, Ken goes to the real world, realizes that men rule the world and is like turned on by library books, which I appreciate. Right. And he kind of is confused. He thinks horses are involved somehow because he really likes horses. Anyway, he goes back (laughs) to Barbie land before Barbie does. while she's doing all her fucking nonsense at the Mattel building. Car chases and such. (sighs) And when she goes back to Barbie land to show off the female led utopia to the mom and her tween who really doesn't have a character. (laughs) She realizes Ken has taken over all the Kens. All the Barbies are Barbie and all the Kens are Kens. And everything's male dominated and they brainwashed all the women to like service them. So that's what you get. And then we're back in Barbie land or Kendom and the Barbies have to figure out how to band together and take their world back. I mean, this is a production design a Palooza movie. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you go for. Yeah. Yeah. Is this world. That's why 
you know, it's a full fucking theater because they want to see what this Barbie world is like. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. What did you guys but think? That second half had that <laughs> weird long Ken off and oh, dance sequence, and I, I was I was all right with that, but I, but that's because it was Ken. It it started. That's what it is, guys. It started to be targeted towards me because. <laughs> It's all about Ken and it's about his experience and his growth. Oh, and he gets fucking blown minded at the end, you know, with therapy. And he's like, I can be me. Oh, that was I weird. found that very empowering as a man. <laughs> so, yeah. What did you guys think of that? Because I was having a great time. <laughs> like you guys didn't like the Ken battle? Were no, they... I mean, I like the battle. Yeah, it's fun. It, it could have shortened it a bit. Yeah, sure. Although the whole I, thing, the dance number tacked on the end was weird. Yeah, what, what was that? Yeah. yeah, I love the battle where they were like fighting with non-deadly weapons and, and the <laughs> sticky horses. arrow. Yeah. What about when the Barbies were like, we need to make them all jealous and turn on each other? And there's the beach scene where every Ken <laughs> is singing to every Barbie. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the salad that's dragon. Yeah. That was fun, yeah. The salad dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in a wrinkle in time. They were all singing the exact same song, pushed by Matchbox 20, and Fucking Ryan Gosling knew what to do to fucking bring that. Like he's making those fucking faces. Yeah. And they're all singing. They're all got guitars, but one Ken's got a drum set that he's playing for the the his Barbie. I mean, that's that's that was funny. That was funny. That's like reaching the comic potential of your setup. I you like know? seeing yeah. that kind of warfare, right? Right. Yes. Yep. And and the and the Ken off was is entertaining, but then it went into a, a strange dance sequence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't really. go anywhere. No. It went into it wasn't like, part of the battle. It was so, like yeah. like what did they? What was the thinking behind that? Yeah. Were, the, were they like? I was fine with it, but. It was just an interpretive dance <laughs> sequence that doesn't, it, it only served to extend the awesomeness of the Ken arc. And then you I, know? I think it maybe reunited the Kens. Yes. As, right. As a, oh, that's okay. right. As a group. So they were, they realized that they weren't fulfilling their uh, mission of right. making Kendom land. <laughs> right. And then, and then they all come together and he's like, Oh shit, we're supposed to vote. Mm -hmm. And then the Barbies are taking taking it all back. Mm -hmm. But it's like we take a big break for Barbie during that whole section. Oh, yeah. like oh, what yeah, is Barbie completely. even doing? Like she's not doing anything. They're back voting. Yeah. She's just got tears in her eyes for like half <laughs> oh, the movie yeah. thinking about stuff. Yeah. And we got Rhea Perlman recurring as a the go <laughs> the ghost of the creator of Barbie. <laughs> Were you guys like? She's like the Morpheus of yeah. yeah. Were you little Morpheus? You know, you guys, I, I liked her. I kind of I was scratching my head <laughs> about why <laughs> there, Mattel would allow Mattel to be shown that way. Well, right. You know, like With all the like male executives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. I think I maybe think maybe Mattel was like. You can do it, but you got to make it so stupid and grating that no one on earth Wouldn't will take it, it seriously. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's obviously parody. 
And so they were probably like, okay, we'll really stupid this thing up <laughs> and piss off the entire edge in the process. Yeah, I liked Ruth, but um, I don't know if I liked the ending. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm fine with Barbie being Barbie. Well, yeah, me too. Exactly. Yeah. Before, like, but before we get to the ending, there is a, a big monologue by the mom who <laughs> really lays out what it's like to be a woman. And I really want to know what you guys thought of that. Because I was like back and forth. I'm like, huh, this is this is just a straight up sermon. It is. Mm -hmm. But you don't she, come up with that on the cuff. But she ain't wrong. Mm -hmm. So no. what did you guys think of that scene where Barbie's getting pink pilled? I kind of would have preferred it if it had been from a Barbie because it sounded so <laughs> right. rehearsed and written that. It would have made sense Emily rewrite. if it had been <laughs> yes. from a yes. That's a li live rewrite. Live rewrite right there. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, Emily, why didn't <laughs> Alpha Barbie deliver that? Yeah, she yeah. should have had the revelation. The mom should have like. Oh, so if, right. Okay, so let me piggyback off your live rewrite. Take <laughs> off the take out the Mattel shit and build up the relationship between Barbie and the mom, rekindling not just their shining brain connection mm -hmm. while winning over the daughter lazy yeah. screenwriting that to just say they their brains are connected how does the daughter know about the shining anyway that's that's <laughs> another story like yeah tween, that was, it was a joke for us yeah. yep. tweens and their shining references but if they took time to develop that that relationship she could have more subtly given barbie the ammunition to yes. come to that realization and give that fucking speech yep. to yep. all the Barbies and then give Barbie a reason for existence. And then she yeah. becomes the regular Barbie. Right. That she's talking about. Oh, Boom. Oh, Boom. Nice. <laughs> Come on. Oh, could have done it so much better. Dang. Okay, yeah. well. It's not like it's not that hard. That's just like a light reshuffle. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. we don't. And then and then we aren't left with what the ending is. Which is Barbie, Ken, <laughs> Ken becomes fully realized and everybody cheers him and he's like, he's got a sweatshirt on that says like. <laughs> that's Knuff. That's Knuff. I am Knuff. I am Knuff. Knuff. And Barbie's just standing there like deer in the headlights and she's like, I don't know what to do. Like crying on a psych stage. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what to do. In her worst outfit of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that was a choice, yeah. right? They yeah. were trying to they make she, her she, boobs she, look deflated. Well, she oh, was. Yes. Yeah. They could have done us something nicer though. Yeah. Uh, she was well on her way to ordinary was, Barbie. Yeah. So she's so to paint the picture, <laughs> everybody in Barbie Land is is appeased. And Barbie's just like, I don't know what to do. And Rhea Perlman just struts back out. And Will Ferrell's one funny line, he's like, she's a ghost that uh, maintains an office on the 17th floor or whatever. And Rhea Perlman's like, take my hand. And then they walk off into this nether zone of just this white, this Void. white psych situation. Yeah. <laughs> And what even, what even happens? What even <laughs> happens? Do you guys know? Like, what happened? She got a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she had it all along. <laughs> there was 
like that is like Dorothy. I, I, All know. She do I was like, well, she, she's like, she's like gonna feel what it's like to be human, but then she only shows her the good stuff, Ugh. and like she has this montage flashback, a montage of like YouTube I, videos of random. Yeah, moms I know. And, kids. And, yeah. and I was like, where did they get this footage? That was the like only an episode thing of the Wonder Years. About. <laughs> oh my god! Like, where did they get the footage? What made it into that? And you know? then, and then she's like. Oh, so to be human, I just have to feel like I'm a human. Like I, I mm. was pretending to sleep at that point because I didn't <laughs> want to. I didn't want to look right at it. And then there's a super close up of her eyeball, and then we're back. <laughs> we're back then we're back uh, in the real world in Santa Monica, and she's being driven around in this very ostentatious like oh god it was chevy, chevy blazer <laughs> yeah like 2025 supercharged super <laughs> souped up <laughs> which would not be what this family drives by the way like that is just a ridiculous like product placement car and they're dropping her off and well, we go- think it's probably a job interview. Uh, we, job think, interview, we yeah. think it's a job yeah. interview she goes up or school she checks in and she uses the name of the Barbie yeah. creator's daughter. So now she, she has taken that woman's identity. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's not cute. That's not cute what you did. But I guess it was supposed to be. And she's like, just checking in. And she's like, what are you here for? And what is it? Who's going to say it? I'm here to see my gynecologist. <laughs> So and then and then that's it. That's the big. And they go out on that, and I respected that, that as a, a weird. Line. That was that's not a yeah, weird ending. Bad. Yeah, I loved that last line, but I didn't feel like what directly preceded it earned that. No, like I it's, hear you. It, right. that's from a cooler movie. Yeah, right. I feel yeah. Like, right. You know, and they had some cool stuff. They, yeah, they yeah. went a little weird. And did we not think that the opening opening was kind of a salad Let's dragon? Let's talk about that. That's that I is that is a dragon. Double that was an interesting choice. It was working it for was me. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be weirder than I thought when it, I saw that opening. It's like Helen Mirren, who it's fucked out at this point to have Helen yeah. Mirren be your narrator, sure. but let's give her one last round. She's narrating it and she's like, from the beginning of time, <laughs> girls have had dolls. And you see these girls, this weird like tableau of these like girls in like kind of like prairie girls. Rucksacks, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playing with dolls. And then in you canyons. and then yeah. you see Barbie arrive as the obelisk from 2001. <laughs> right. And they all look up to her and they, they, they chose the right girl to focus on. Yeah. With those yeah. Glasses. yeah. Those kids were good. And then they just start smashing their dolls like the apes and fucking the T sets are flying. And one of them throws up the doll just like the bone in two thousand one. Two thousand one ripoffs are also fucked out. Like they've they've been fucked out. But I loved this. It had but been a while. It, it had dest- been a while. And destroying those baby dolls, I, I I always felt a little bad. I was like, yeah. that is sacrilegious. Well, and you think about like Ben Shapiro going to this movie and all these right wingers who are just like <laughs> salivating to get on the fucking click train to destroy this. And there's so much fuel for them. They're, they're oh, just sitting oh, there like, no. oh, my yeah. God. I could hear them in the back of my head oh, yeah, as I was watching the movie. Traditional. They're smashing babies. Yeah. They hate yeah. babies. Yeah. There's so much fodder for them. 
but I did like that opening. I it did that the opening and the closing. The bookends were good. Yeah, the bookends were solid. <laughs> and then, you know, it's hard to imagine like the studio notes that probably oh, went into this. I mean, the fact that they got any weirdness in there at all. This is a, it's a Barbie miracle. movie. I mean, I was shocked. That's honestly. why I'm going to cut it some slack because it's yeah. a miracle that like weird Barbie even made it in with all of the trimmings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Cockering Ken was there without his cockering. And I was like, what's going on uh, wait, there? Talk about cockering. Okay, Ken? so there is a Ken. It's the removable earring Ken, I believe. Oh, magic, magic earring. earring. Yes. And he had a necklace that was just a large <laughs> silver ring oh, that was about hilarious. the size of a cockring. <laughs> and people were freaking out and they got torn off the shelves and hidden. And I think some congressman somewhere was like, this is not what we want. I don't know. <laughs> Too hot and bothered. And so when he popped up, I was like, oh, there he is. He's living in the, in the weird Barbie house. And I was yes. like, but wait, where is it? But then, <laughs> but then in the end credits, it was there. So. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. A little Easter egg there. Yeah they, uh, had, yeah. they had a lot of discontinued Barbies hanging out at the weird Barbie and, house. Yeah. Leaned on Alan quite heavily. Oh, a lot like, of Alan. Michael yeah, Sarah, yeah. He's yeah. back. And his lines were so, just some of them were just flat. They could have tu- they yeah. could have tuned him up a little bit, yes. but yeah. but you have to understand, in like t- two thousand five, Michael Sarah could just just like Will Ferrell, you could they could just walk onto a scene and you'd bust a gut. Mm-hmm. And so it ain't two thousand five anymore. You got to actually write something for these guys. Come on, <laughs> folks. But there was another discontinued Barbie who is my favorite video girl Barbie. Oh right, where oh. she has a oh. camera in her necklace <laughs> and her back there. It's like video drone. There's a fucking TV <laughs> lodged in her back. <laughs> And it got discontinued because <laughs> there were concerns over child pornography. Oh. Like if this oh. if this doll can just sit in a little girl's oh, bedroom God. and videotape, oh. because it would also it, like there was so, there was some way it would capture the video too that could be possibly removed and 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 the mention of the breast growing Barbie when that they was lift Skipper her arm. that was that was grow or, yeah what is it called skipper. growing up growing up Skipper or I don't know that was hilarious yeah the arm Barbie. comes down and the boobs come out I feel like out. they should have just done that and somebody looked at him and like what the heck you know like it should have just been like a weird thing that happened and yeah. then they like never explained it. yeah <laughs> I wanted more Barbie and I wanted more weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little strange that like she was the only blonde. Like. Yeah. Considering yes. that right. it, the history of Barbie is so whitewashed yeah. and right. so blonde. Right. I mean, barely a brunette showing up yeah. until that's, like the that's 80s. That's Mattel being yeah. a little more insidious with their branding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, look over here, Will Ferrell's. You know, clumsing around and and you know making real big satirical statements about gender roles in Mattel Corporation, but. Watch what the other hand's doing. Right. <laughs> the other hand is right. making it seem like they've been a Benetton ad for as long as they've existed. Right. So, mm-hmm. mm, we see you, Mattel. <laughs> All right, let's go to them hot pink Barbie Browns. Hmm. What to begin with here? Sister May, the spotlight's on you. You are first to bone. First to bone. Oh, hi, Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I enjoyed Barbie Land. I thought the costumes were great. Um, 
I had some laughs. And <laughs> some the casting was good. Like, Weird Barbie was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, make Kate McKinnon. God, when when so she's good. good, she is great. Mm-hmm. Like when she is when they slot her into the just right role, like look out. It's yeah. so great to see. Um Margot Robbie, I I'm not the biggest fan of, but I thought that she did fine. Half of it was her crying. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so she got to emote. She um did. I'm gonna give this uh probably two and a half bones. Two and a half bones from Sister May. Mm, Sister Brandy, what are you yep. doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's hard because, like, I liked it. Yeah, take us through your process. Yeah, I liked it. I liked, uh, like, like May, I liked the world that they built. The casting was pretty great. And then it just, like, took such a nosedive <laughs> for me mm. when it started focusing away from Barbie. And I yeah. was like... This is a Barbie movie. Where is she going? Yeah. And then she disappears for a long time. And I don't know. I just, I don't know if they ever got it back for me. Right. Because then once we got Barbie back, it was a different Barbie. She was just sad Barbie. And we both had, we, we both Barbie. had the yeah. same, we both had the same drinks, Brandy. Yes, we did. We did a, we did a tropical. <laughs> tropical storm. Yeah. Like a like, happy drink of like peach, watermelon, and pineapple. We were tropical Barbieing it. Ginger ale. <laughs> so did that, did that help you at all? Or was that, that. No. That all faded away by the second half. Yeah, I, I think assume. I think it faded, faded pretty hard. And then, yeah, like I said, there was just nothing to bring me back up. There was some resolution at the end, but I wasn't really satisfied with it. Yeah. And Kate was my favorite part, so I'm gonna give this one two bones. Two. Utah, give me two. Two bones. All right. Sister Emily, something <laughs> tells me you're going to be hard on this one. Third in line. Uh, no, I don't think I'm hard on it. I just have, I, you know, there was many things that I enjoyed about it. Uh, the setup, though, I was uh, perturbed that Helen Miram was the narrator. Yes, right? Uh, right away, I was like, oh, that's just, it just feels like I've already heard her yes. narrate things. I wanted it to be Barbara Streisand. That's mm. who I imagine to be mm-hmm. Barb's Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, what about perfect Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, that would have been great too. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a comic relief. Fun, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and the beginning was uh, an amazing sequence, and I really thought that it was going to carry out throughout the film because it's these young girls playing with their dolls playing with the motherly role they have you know the narrator is explaining that that's what little girls were only able to play with right and then along came barbie and barbie is wearing a one piece like kind of like you know all legs swimsuit and it's sexual and so i thought that it would be like you know going from mother to you know sexualized woman yeah, and that that would be more discussed in the film. Um, which right. it really wasn't. You know? Yeah, that's not true. At all, really. Not at all. They went straight to a president and yeah. astronaut. They got empowered. And although Barbie Land was very whimsical, I thought that it was a little girl playing it and mm. that that was the land, you know? Well, that's also confusing. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. She gets, she in part of her daily ritual, she gets picked up out of her uh-huh. house and she's, the song is explaining that it's just somebody playing with her so they set you wherever they want. But that's not, 
that that's that's a layer that could have been crazy that yeah, it was not so explored fun. at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, especially if that person that was playing it was getting older mm-hmm. and like creating yeah. right. like different like scenes. yeah, yeah. storylines. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, weirder districts of Barbie Land. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and and, and yes. it also would have been if if you know, as as a child when I was playing it, Barbie was going to be Barbie, but then all of the other Barbies were going to have different names Absolutely. because I was creating like a, a yeah. neighborhood, a scene. Help. That didn't help anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so Mattel just, would have never allowed that. Yeah, like that's at least true. say like uh, President Barbie. You're I wish they would have been not Barbie. Like I, I was going crazy too in the opening when everybody was saying hi Barbie, hi Barbie, I hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Ken. I know it's supposed to be funny, but I was just like, uh, is this and is this life? Yeah, no. and I didn't know like how people they, like the Kens and Barbies would be connected or if they could be interchangeable, which I guess right. they couldn't. They were supposed to be kind of locked in with one there another. There was so much that they could have figured out on screen instead of going to that fucking Mattel building. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so everything else I've said prior. So um, I would say I did enjoy the film. Mm. The um, theater was uh, a hot Yeah, would air conditioning have bumped this up a little bit? It certainly would have. Yes, um, I, I love the AC factor into love the phone. The, <laughs> love the company. Yes. Um, never want to see the movie again. Uh, I'm going to give it one and a one and a half. <laughs> That's the low bones. That's the low bones in the edge. And tonight. I will say that the the sequence at the end was so manipulative of all these like uh, shots of women and girls. Oh, yeah. Like it was there to make you cry. Were and you, were you crying? I did cry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it I was not happy about it. I love it. I love it. Love that you I guys. lost bones for that. Yes. Yeah. Half a bone off for trying to just tug on my mother heartstrings. I love that it made you cry. Now, usually I get the last word on this humble podcast, but this night being a special night, a ladies' <laughs> night, if you will, I'm going to get myself out of the way and let my goodly wife have the final word. Wow. wow. So I've spoken plenty on this uh, fair movie. And fair it is. I'm giving it two bones. Give me two. And uh, I really enjoyed that whole Ken dance sequence, by the way. So that's just <laughs> it was me. for you. It, spoke it was. To you. It was. It was precisely when that was when that all was happening. I was just so in my groove. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Hook it to my veins, Gosling. Anyway, that's two bones for me. Lodge mistress, take it away. Well, I have to say my expectations were really low going in. Yes. I I mean, I I love Barbie, but I was like, this is going to be terrible because it's going to be like a, you know, committee movie. And like, there's not going to be any originality or anything in it. I mean, that was kind of what I was thinking. It must be stated you are wearing a Barbie brand (laughs) jean jacket from The Gap, is it? Yeah. And the buttons say Barbie. So to me, that suggests a bit of expectation going into this. Well, no, I mean, the hope was that it would, you know, I knew it was going to be about Barbie and that was something that I wanted to realize since I was a kid. Right. But I, again, it was, I knew it was going to be like movie by committee. I didn't think Mattel was going to let anything cool happen in this movie. Right. So I, my expectations were very low 
And so, you know, it was weirder than I thought it was going to be. I really enjoyed all the costumes and her. It was just so satisfying to like see the costumes on all these Barbies. Like Mm -hmm. I just, as a kid, again, this was something I like dreamed of. I was like, ah, I want to see this like in a movie. So that was very satisfying. And kids going to it in the theater now, that's all they're going to get from this probably. They're just going to be like, look at the visuals. (laughs) Yeah. But like, there is that sort of, again, like I didn't have high expectations, but there's like the way Mattel wants you to process Barbie and the way your stories are going to be told. And then there's like the stories you tell with Barbie that are way dirtier and way, you know, and I Mm -hmm. would have loved to have some of that in there or a nod to that or whatever, which I guess we got with Weird Barbie and you know, I mean, we got that a taste. Was, we got was, a little window. Yeah, it was okay, but like again, there needed more. We needed more sizzle. We needed more sex. Sex, please. <laughs> uh, sex, please. <laughs> and I, I, Barbie didn't have the main character arc, and they wanted it to be about her turning real, which nobody wants. Nobody gives nope. a shit no. about that, you know. And but I did like, even though I resent much like you, how you resented the thing, Emily, that made you cry. I resent <laughs> that I liked the Ken part. Yeah, I I resent that. Welcome to Um, Kendom, baby. (laughs) Yeah, you want to reject it. Yeah, but so you know, but but yes, I thought the acting was really really good, and I had a lot of laughs, and so I'm going also two and a half thumbs. Two and a half, nice. All right, end it with a little love and light. Yeah. (laughs) Can I say I do love that? uh, You know, besides the movie, like the culture built around it, all the women and men wearing pink. Yeah, it's so sincere. Yeah. That it's hard not to like it. It's not like trying to be ironic, like an ugly sweater, like at Christmas time. You know, it. I I do appreciate that. So I like that. Yes. Very pink. Give you some love and light there. (laughs) Everybody in the theater was wearing pink. Yes. Men and women, and it it was beautiful. I love wearing my pink shorts. And uh, brother Bishki and brother Lucas, wherever you are. I hope you're seeing Barbie tonight together <laughs> and enjoying it. Oh, imagine what Lucas would say about this oh, fucking boy. thing. I'm <laughs> glad he's not in the car. He oh, I think he should see it, though. He should definitely see he it. He would be asleep. <laughs> in, in that heat? Yeah, but Lucas may have something surprising and pleasant know. to say he about it. He might like the, the Ken arc as well. Yeah. Right, well, if well let's not spend too much time wondering what a man thinks that- about it. Excellent. Let's end this thing. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hi, this is Sister Emma calling in for my Barbie bones. Um, I loved this movie. I'm giving it a lot of love and light. The costumes, the music. I thought the casting was great. If you can suspend reality and belief, uh, I thought it had a great message. Um, And I laughed, I cried a lot. It's been a weird week. Um, But all in all, this is a three and a half bone movie for me. And I'm gonna go see it again. And it could be four bones for me. So uh, stay tuned, maybe I'll call back. Love and light, bye. Lodge Mistress here. I had to call in because I remembered the best dream of my life when I was a kid, which is of course Barbie related. I was in the Barbie dream house and you know, I was Barbie sized and Ken was there 
and and it was very romantic and like I knew I was like oh you know there he is and and so you know he's like we're like leaning in for this very romantic kiss and I and I guess I must have also been watching Popeye at the time because when when Ken leaned in to kiss me he like had all of this spinach in his mouth and you know I mean but it wasn't a bad kiss it was still like a really amazing kiss I think I must have been thinking like I was gonna get extra powers or something too because like of this kiss and you know and so after this dream I like I like woke up mid kiss and I was like, no. And like for the rest of my life, I think I've been trying to get back to that dream so that I can kiss Ken again and, you know, have superpowers. Anywho's, keep dreaming, ladies. She got a vagina.